Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 131. Our guest today is Bruce Dory, consultant, coach, and author of the book, Lift, The Nature and Craft of Expert Coaching. Bruce works with senior executives, helping build their coaching competency to effectively grow their organization's junior executives, while transferring the decades of knowledge they have acquired to support the leadership strength of the business going forward. Good morning, Bruce. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Hi, Chai. Good to be here. It's great to have you on. We're so excited about your book, Lift, The Nature and Craft of Expert Coaching. Tell us what inspired you to write the book. Well, I just retired from a career as an engineer and a manager. I worked for a big air conditioning company. And so I was a vice president and a senior vice president. We had hired coaches and worked with coaches. And I'd seen certain things that had really worked. And certainly at the tail end of my career in corporate America, there were some insights that I got into what really worked as a coach. And I began to see the opportunity of essentially getting this message out. And that's how the book came about. I was working in the Middle East. I was working in Dubai. I was selling air conditioning in Dubai, which most people look at me and say, that can't be too hard. And they're usually very right. Um, (laughs) No doubt. And I was working with a pretty new team. And this was a team of people from all over the world, literally engineers from India and the UK and France. We were all working as part of a team. And I started to see that it was really essential that I do more than coaching, the, the sort of traditional coaching. I did some coaching back in the 80s. So I worked for a management consulting firm for about five years. So I was familiar with coaching. I liked coaching. I hired a coach myself as an executive. But I began to see that there's a real opportunity to actually do some what people call mentoring more than coaching. I call it expert coaching, which is why it's in the title that it really involves an element of teaching and explaining how the market works really comes from uh, 20, 30 years in the business. And I found that when I was able to not just ask good questions as a coach, which is important, but actually help them understand how the market worked, the business cycles in the Middle East, that I was much more effective and far more successful because of it. Yeah, it sounds like you're drawing from a lot of that teaching style where you're giving them a context from which to grow. And that's really a critical point in the book that I make the case that senior executive, people who have been in their career for a number of years, They understand, for example, leadership or alignment or any of those abstract concepts. They understand it well in the context. I make the case in the book that in my case, I understand leadership in the context of air conditioning, construction, and the Middle East. I wouldn't be a particularly effective coach to someone in the retail industry or someone in the IT industry. And I know that's sort of counter to some of the leadership coaching these days. But what I found is that that context is really important because while we may use the same words, they mean different things in different environments. 
That's a really good point. And it sounds like you're really geared more towards maybe helping people develop expertise within their field and mentor others within their field. Tell us a little bit about who you're trying to attract. Yeah, that's a great question. So what I've found is that there's a lot of my friends and colleagues and people in business are sort of at that point, mid to late 50s, and they're sort of saying, gosh, what am I going to do next? Not sure I want to stay in and keep doing what I'm doing in, in the corporate world. And, you know, I asked them, well, are you interested in coaching? Generally, they say, look, I don't have any training as a coach and I really don't know what to do or how to get into it. And so the intention of the book really is to shine the light on that the men and women who have the most experience will make the best coaches. And I draw on almost every other discipline in sports and in music and in entertainment. Those men and women with real skill are the ones that coach. For example, a violin coach wouldn't be a good football coach. And that's the context. So I'm targeting and looking at men and women who are at this mid to end of their career. And they're actually looking at, okay, how can I pass on and contribute to the next generation before I walk out the door and go start playing golf. And Bruce, where do you start with a senior leader to develop their coaching ability towards junior members? Yeah, that's a great question. I do think there are a lot of great books on coaching. One of the things that I talk about in the book that I think is essential is this thing called the Progress Principle, written by a Harvard professor, And her research points to this idea that if people make progress and they can see that they've made some progress, they self-motivate. And one of the things that I found as a manager coach in the Middle East was I often didn't understand the language. These guys, very often they were trilingual and and we kind of met in between with sort of a a version of English and English French or English Arabic, which I'm terrible at. But if I could get a sense that they were making progress and that I could help in any way remove obstacles and things that had them stuck... I was really an effective coach and things started to move faster. So particularly with really experienced executives, I suggested that they focus on progress, working with their teams on progress, and then dealing with the obstacles in the way of that progress. Now, that's not going to work for everybody, but it's certainly a great and easy way to get into coaching. When looking at something called the master that your book references in these experts, to learn from that master, what are some of the qualifications to be the master? Great question. I like to say that experience really does matter. One of the things that I do in the book is reference the work of a couple of professors. One is Timothy Wilson of the University of Virginia, and the other is David Reddish of University of Minnesota. And they've done a lot of work on the way our unconscious, they call it the adaptive unconscious, but how the unconscious really learns a lot of stuff. So when you are in the environment, and I use Captain Sullenberger, the guy who landed on the Hudson, everybody knows him as Sully. I use him as the example because there was no way he could figure that out without the kind of experience that he had. And the experience he had, much of it was swept up by the unconscious while he was in the seat for, and in his case, it was something like 20,000 hours. 
And, you know, I make the case that when people are in an industry or a profession for 10, 20, 30 years, they know a lot. They may not know that they know it, but the Greeks called that kind of knowledge, the knowing, they called it metis, M-E-T-I-S. And it is what the master then passes to the apprentice or the journeyman. So what qualifies someone to be a master is really the acknowledgement by those in the environment that he or she is a master. And it's certainly not a degree or even a position. It's more of the acceptance in the environment that this man or woman is really good at what they do and worthy to be the leader or the manager. And one of the things that we have with all masters is there's no perfect master and that there's some gaps there in their knowledge somewhere and somehow that really need to be identified. Is there any way of understanding or testing for where the gaps are in this master before we understand that the apprentice has really received what they really need? One of the things that I recommend and I have used for years is the five-factor personality psychology analysis. And I particularly use the Hogan assessment, which is, is a takeoff on it's using that as the basis. And that sort of thing for me, I'm an engineer. I like objective things. I like to measure. But it is really helpful to understand yourself. So as the master, it's a really important, I think, to understand your own psychology, your strengths and weaknesses by some assessment. And then to use that with people with whom you coach is also really valuable because it takes it out of the, you know, this is my experience of you, or this is how I think you might think to something really a lot more objective that you can work on and grow. And and I think maybe part of what the answer that I'd like to add to it is that coaches outside of business, so almost anywhere outside of business, have knowledge of how to do something really well. So very often a good coach in business will be able to help an up-and-coming leader learn something about the industry, the business, the business cycles, the costs, etc. For example, in my business, in the air conditioning business, the engineering business, and I didn't realize this until late in my career, but understanding the cost of commodities, because basically air conditioning equipment is metal. So you really have to keep your eye on the cost of that metal because as that goes up and down, construction markets go up and down. And if you don't have an idea of that, and how would you if you weren't in the industry, you're just not going to be as effective. What are you finding in all of your coaching time with a number of these experts to be the largest challenges for an expert to gain in learning coaching? There's a mindset that they aren't good coaches. They don't know how to coach and they're not sure that they are going to be liked or a good fit. And that, for the most part, has been, believe it or not, a very easy wall to scale. In fact, I was just in Dubai in December and I was working with a group of executives. One of them had an MBA, but they're very humble people. And I said, listen, what you've really got to do is be able to be connected to the person that you're coaching, be in the present and being present to whether that person is up or down or whether they're making progress. And if they're not making progress, what's going on? And to a person, almost all came to me and said afterward that it really was far easier than they thought. And what was interesting, and and it's really the name of the book, they said that they just felt great, that they didn't realize they knew what they knew, and they didn't realize 
how much they had picked up over the last 20 or 30 years and how the next generation, the younger executives were really interested in that. Bruce, tell us about a client where you've really helped them make this shift and how that's affected their business and their lives. Well, I've got a couple examples. I work primarily with executives in the construction and the air conditioning industry. And one of the clients is a senior executive who just went from SVP to a COO level. And he was learning how to be a COO and trusting himself and the things he already knew. He was, he's not a finance guy. So he now has finance and HR and a number of other things under his direct report. So he expressed a lot of concern to me about, you know, how am I going to do that? How am I going to help? Essentially, what we did was try to just have him be in the present with someone that, that he's coaching and not worry about what he doesn't know and what they know and looking bad or not being able to answer questions. He essentially, as the leader and then the coach, he really had to listen. When he listened to the men and women, they knew what the problems were. And his job then was to just stand and be a perspective and help guide them into the direction that they needed to go or, or offered a new perspective that made other pathways available. You know, he and I worked together all of last year, which was his transition from an SVP to a COO. And it was a rough year for him. Even though construction is up, it's always very competitive. And he and I, we met over the holidays and he's really just a different person. He's far more confident in what he does and what he knows. And then he's okay with what he doesn't know because he's got all sorts of resources around that he can go to to get help. You know, Bruce, in thinking about this great work that you're doing, it occurs to me that many business owners that listen to this show, they're trying to grow their businesses. They're trying to build a valuable asset. And at some point would like to be able to exit, whether that looks like passing this on to the next generation or whether it looks like a sale. And it seems to me that they may be having these thoughts about, hey, I've developed this wealth of knowledge inside this industry that I'm in, and I want to be able to help others with that. And uh, how does that relate to your philosophy? Because it seems pretty well aligned. Yeah. In fact, in the uh, foreword in the book, I talk about a very dear friend of mine who took his own life. And he had just turned 60, one of these people who was really good at what he did and spoke to his wife and his kids afterwards. And they said he just really struggled. He didn't know what he was going to do next. And, you know, that was about five years before I wrote the book. And part of the idea of the book is that the men and women who've invested 20 and 30 years in their career and, and in doing it really well, so they became successful business owners. They've now got a bunch of people that are working for them they really do have what it takes to train the next generation. It's sometimes easy and seductive to think that, you know, I want to hire a coach to do this, or I want a uh, consultant to help train the next generation. But what men and women who've spent 20 and 30 years know about their business is invaluable. And this is the title of the book. And when men and women sit in a coaching relationship or coaching mentoring relationship, it really is an uplifting experience to know that you can talk about what you've worked at and put your blood, sweat and tears into for 20 and 30 years, that they're really interested in that. And it's that that makes the difference, not something in a textbook somewhere. So it, for me, it's a really validating thing when an executive or a business owner talks to me about 
hey, I saw this in your book and how do I get started? And, you know, there's a lot of people with the challenge of setting up the next generation. And it's so rewarding when they see that they've done the work already and the next step isn't nearly as difficult as they might think. Yeah. And it seems to me, if you've enjoyed the show today, that maybe your next step should be to pick up Bruce's book. (laughs) And Bruce, what do you have to offer our listeners today? Well, on my website, there's a link to the first chapter. So for free, the first chapter is available. And I've also got a white paper on the site as well. And in the last year, so the book was launched in September, starting in about July, I did a number of Instagram videos and some YouTube videos. There's a number of short videos that talk about the key points in the book, the adaptive unconscious and the biases and the the different books that I like that informed the book. Well, Bruce, we know you're helping a lot of people with this book and the work that you do. And we really want to thank you for coming on the show today. Oh, it was my pleasure, Shai and Craig. Thank you very much. Our guest today has been Bruce Story author of the book, Lift, The Nature and Craft of Expert Coaching. You can learn more about Bruce, as well as find links to view his videos and download the first chapter of his book, all on our website at businessownersradio.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business. Business.